It needs it changed. Um, after peeling back the layers, I found it not to be completely true. They already have a replacement for me starting on Monday, and my heart is broke. I loved it. Got, a well, got along well with the team. They loved me. Everything was good. My work was excellent. I'm completely confused, and it took me about a year to get this job. Um, I was homeless before that. Now I have a new home and a year lease signed with an income that was very comfortable for what I am living in and not living beyond my means by any means, but I wasn't able to really save much because it's only been almost three months. And I feel completely betrayed and lost, um, and it's, it's very difficult to overcome. So I, I'll just leave it there because I don't want to take everybody's time, but uh, this, is, this is horrible right now. Susan, uh, we are all there with you. It takes a lot of heart and guts to uh, speak what you're feeling. And, you know, this is, this is an opportunity where you can network. This is, this is one point which I would be coming to, which when I was uh, in my job loss period, which, was, which spanned across 10 months, the first one, I did not network a lot. I lacked networking skills and that cost me a lot. Uh, to the point where you mentioned that uh, you know you were not informed and you went well with you know this is uh, very hard and I've seen with most of the people uh, during my experience with various organizations simple and uh, humble conversations and communications are not likely done and somewhere you are not uh, prepared for it and this is one of the major uh, reasons you know I, I would like to get back to a quote with which was one of the former presidents of India uh, late uh, Mr. APJ Abdul Kalam said you love your job never love your company and initially I said you know when I was growing up I was off, off the back no you should love your company they're giving you so much but you know at the end of the day it is an entity which would make informed decisions which is benefiting the organization at large and in those sort of decisions and difficult decisions people like you and I get the brunt of it and that is very emotionally damaging it it is as you mentioned you have a year lease and also our, our heart goes out to you and I uh, you know this is a process I just stay connected over a period of time and I'll share you certain advices, certain aspects. But again, for, for the particular question, networking is the key. You know, you, you need to understand that you have a loss. It's, it's been a way, various emotions are flowing in, but definitely we need to be very objective and uh, clear cut in our goals and direct our goals towards our next objective, which is to find a job. Uh, I will have another five minutes. Jagdish, I will let you uh, take the script and allow you to speak a couple of minutes. Yes, Jagdish, uh, you're audible. You can uh, voice yeah, your Yeah, excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Adarsh, I've been let go. Our entire team was uh, being let go by the organization. And I've got the guts, I'm, 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 I'm bouncing back, okay? Yes. I've networked, 
I've created a profile on the LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I'm reaching out to people and applying for roles. I'm learning new things, perspectives. And having said this, from your experience, what do you think I should be doing more, which can give me a more visibility and which would help me to position my credentials in a highly competitive environment? What, what I meant to say is, very few roles, very few jobs, and there's so many applicants applying here in India. Absolutely, Jagdish. Absolutely. Yes. I, I, what do you think I should be doing? I, I have that. Once you uh, go through you know, uh, this entire event, you will have these answers. In a couple of parts, we'll be moving on to that. And uh, I will have a specific event in coming weeks on job search strategy itself as to you know when you are among one of the thousand applicants how to go beyond the applicant tracking systems and reach to the uh, key recruiters and decision makers that's the strategy that needs to be in place i'm glad that you have taken the first step you have acknowledged your loss you have moved on to the very next step of you know building a profile and you have started reaching out to colleagues i would suggest you move to you know uh, reach out to your colleagues at Dell, at, at you know, NTT previous organization and start networking, you know, because it's a process, it's a phase, it will take time, it won't happen in a jiffy uh, and, and it needs constant consistency uh, at, at your level. So thank you, thank you for sharing. I... Thank you so much. So let's let's moving on. Uh, Mohammed, I will give another 5-10 minutes and at the later part of it, uh, between 6.15 to 6.30, probably 6.20 to, uh, you know, 10 to 20 minutes, we'll give, we will have an open stage where you can ask as many questions and probably, you know, I would extend it another 20 minutes post 6.30 uh, for all the folks who have questions and we can discuss it and I can answer uh, your respective questions there so that we can move towards our next part so that most of the questions that you have probably would be answered by that point of time. So by, by now, you know, it is very uh, important that every individual has to uh, understand the situation in terms of their emotions towards their uh, financial aspects and over, overcome that loss period. And, uh, you know, that is, that is very critical to it. So what's, what's next? You know, this period gives you a time to identify your strengths and weaknesses. When we are in our daily job, when we are in our daily job, you know, we are so much entangled with our day-to-day -day responsibilities. We are not able to reflect upon a profile at times. We are not able to reflect uh, on what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. And sometimes our strengths become weaknesses and our weaknesses become strengths. And without uh, having a clear-cut job strategy, uh, this process of from job loss to getting a job of your choice, it is incomplete if you don't craft your job uh, strategy. Because a good job strategy would unleash, would open avenues of different possibilities for you. As of now, you were entangled or you were in a job that you love, you might not love as well. You know, you must be really good at it or, or you must be just scrapping by it. Okay. Or you would be in the bottom of the bell curve. Okay. So let's say this is in this adversity. This is an opportunity to reignite your passion, to reignite, to redefine your purpose and rediscover who you are. 
and the gateway to new opportunity is your resume and your resume has to have you know you need to review it you need to freshen it up and you need to have an ats friendly resume most of you would be aware for those who are not aware uh, i have a, a session tomorrow for the same on a, you know ats friendly resumes you can feel free to join that but uh, to give you an understanding you need to take the time to review and update your resume you need to understand what your most recent work experience have been you need to mention your accomplishments not uh, notable accomplishments that you have recently achieved you need to pen it down you need to celebrate those achievements you need to find what are relevant skills so you think of a resume as a canvas where you can paint a vivid picture of your professional journey think of it as an artist not just technicality it's it's an art and do remember that your potential is boundless and if your potential is boundless your resume should reflect that and as steve jobs you know uh, famously said that your work is going to fill a large part of your life and the only way to be truly satisfied is what you believe is a great work so if by now i'm assuming you were not happy with your job and you were let go this is an opportunity and hindsight if you love that job again it is an uh, opportunity now how you can there are ways to do uh, you know update your resume you need to understand that your your 70% of your resume has to have certain numbers ats loves numbers applicant tracking system loves numbers but again as mentioned you need to update it you need to uh, craft it uh, you need to take advice you need to go to uh, various platforms that are available linkedin is a great great platform you look at uh, people in your domain in your uh, similar roles what they have mentioned how they have you know communicated the same work that you're doing what uh, lisa is doing how how is surely uh, you know crafted it how she has articulated it in a different way and are you able to relate that uh, relate that articulation or not so the first thing is to update your resume then comes the time to create a list of target companies now the position you are in you certainly nobody would like to be in that position we would certainly not like to be you know uh, jobless but if you are in a position it is a very unique position where you can create a list of target companies which are your dream companies so dream big and identify the companies that are aligned with your values and work preferences that is the first step you should take then dive into the extensive research about each company now when you are doing an extensive research it should go beyond the job openings and job description understand what the culture is understand what the mission of the organization is how the work environment is now by aligning your values with theirs you will create a very harmonious connection that goes beyond the paycheck now by doing that what you're doing is you are preparing for the interview you're preparing for for uh, you know you're improving your ability to communicate to the respective recruiters to the organization in terms not of with the job description but what you have garnered the understanding of their culture their mission their work environment
and this research is very critical to it most of the times a lot of youngsters that i have catered to or uh, you know people in their midlife you know mid career journey they apply to hundreds of job every day and that's is on just a click of a button you click on the tabs and you just go on and apply all you know that is an approach you should not do specifically when you are in a job loss i don't advise it at any point of time in your career you apply to five jobs but you read about them you read about the organization understand what where you are getting yourself into okay it should not be other way around and as uh, simon senek wisely expressed once that customers will never love a company until the employees love it first so go on linkedin see connect with the people that are already working there try to uh, forge a bond with them and and try to uh, seek a feedback that i am applying for a project manager you are working here for 2 years what why you are here for 2 years what is that you love about this what is that you you know you don't like about it so i would suggest you you know how to craft your you know job search strategy i will suggest you few questions i will also put it in the uh, uh, post at the end of uh, this session this is what your interest areas are words that describes you the best success according to you is what okay what was what thing you like the most about your last job or your profession what you dislike about your current profession or your last job write down what you are really good at it is very critical it is very important folks that you mention what you are really good at and this needs to be penned down list five activities that energizes you it is very critical that you mention these activities that are energizing you because the moment you suffer a job loss what happens is the next day your routine is not the same you were getting up early in the morning you would you know getting ready for the office you started at 8 you wind up at 5 now uh neeraj i'll definitely uh, give you a stage to speak at later uh let's let let me uh, cover this point first so you had a routine now what has happened when you've suffered job loss that routine gets changed you're on the couch you are probably uh, shattered you're crying you're in different mood and you don't feel like getting up and and that is not what you you are supposed to do i know it it seems very simple it's it's very easy to say but i have been there and that's not the approach i should have followed and uh, the next uh, unemployment i faced i was able to get a job in less than 3 months and that's a period somewhere from 2018 to 2019 so uh, it is very crucial for you folks who have just recently been laid off or uh, have lost a job you maintain a routine if you were giving 8 hours 9 hours 10 hours of your time to a particular job then your only job now is to find the next one and you should give equal amount of time to it and that is why your job search strategy has to be detailed whatever jobs you're applying you need to go into the detail of it as if you know from a to z of a particular if you're applying for a project manager or you're applying for a front desk position or you are applying to any particular goddamn position you need to know the a to z of that position who is hiring for that position who is the reporting manager you have to have the history of it 
And as I was saying, one of the questions I mentioned, to list five activities that energizes you, that will be, you know, that's, that's something uh, very important to pen down. Then you should also list five activities that drain energy out of you. So this way you will make yourself aware that what is that propels you and what is that that is pushing you back. Now while doing that, you need to craft a list of five personal goals. Okay, it is, it is crucial, it is very important part of the process that you need to list your five goals at least and then a list of five professional goals. So if you are in this process and you are looking to make a very sound job sales strategy, you have to have clearly defined personal goals and professional goals because ultimately this would become your checklist as why you are choosing an opportunity because our lives are intertwined in our personal and professional lives. So, and, and how committed you are to achieving your goals. Write it down, pen it down in a couple of lines. How committed are you to achieving your goals? Most of the time, we don't, uh, you know, we are guilty of not writing it down and putting in front of us. I have, uh, you know, in, in my uh, office that I have made at my home, uh, there is this one big uh, sticky note that I've mentioned, sleep well. This is one of the foremost priorities at this point of time to, you know, have a good uh, sleep cycle. So that is, you know, one of the critical areas that we need to indulge in. And once you are committed to your goal, you need to understand, you need to figure out what is the level of stress you're having. So on a scale of 1 to 10, you mention that and revisit that level of stress. So you are able to, you know, work towards it. So what are the activities or what you are doing as of now to reduce that stress? And stress is a baggage, you know, you don't want to take that stress in an interview. You know, imagine yourself that, let's say Thomas or Michelle here gets a call from one of the recruiters and it's the opportunity that you have been, you know, continuously working on and you're going for an interview, but you're so stressed out you're so much under pressure with all the thought process about the future, that what, what is going to happen, how I'm going to pay the bills, you know, where my next meal will come from, you know, where my, uh, you know, uh, how would I arrange my rent and so forth and so on. With so much of baggage, with so much of stress, you, sh you should not be going for an interview. You should not be going for an interview because you will sabotage your own chances. Angel, Angel, just give me another five minutes. I, I will op open it for, for you folks, okay? So, it is important what you're doing to reduce uh, stress. For me, uh, picking up hobbies has worked immensely. I was worst at painting and I have started doing acrylic painting and it has, it has worked uh, immensely. I do that with my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter and it's, it's fun. You know, engage, engage time with your, with your loved ones. So, these are the few things. I'll definitely mention these uh, things in the comment box of the event where you can pick it up and you can start penning it down, which is, which will, I, I would, uh, you know, suggest that if you do this, uh, it would, uh, uh, you know, you would be pleasantly surprised. So, I think if you tried it, you, you would definitely, 
you you would uh, see wh- where my point is and what I'm looking towards. So uh, I I believe in between few of the people raised their hands wanted to speak. Uh, let me give another five minutes and ten minutes to folks who wanted to uh, bring in some perspective, share their uh, experience, share their thoughts. It will also give me a breather. Yes, Mohammed. Yes, please. I'm. Uh, Yeah, hi, hi Angel. Hey others, thanks for taking out the time to organize the seminar. I guess uh, maybe uh, most of us who are participating today probably are uh, suffering from job loss or you know maybe are contemplating on, on leaving their existing jobs and looking out for greener pastures. So uh, thanks a lot for your time. And uh, yes, we all uh, do understand that yes, uh, you know, uh, someone losing uh, a job, you know, and uh, you know, if, if uh, being, a, being a breadwinner for the family, you know, it, it has, a, it causes a, a lot of emotional grief uh, you know, and of course, you know, the mind is always, uh, you know, scattered with thoughts uh, on identifying the right strategy and path to get on to a new job or maybe set up your own venture or or do something different. Uh, however, uh, you know, what I would like to learn from you is that, as you mentioned that about a few years back, you know, you suffered a job loss and, you know, you were out of a job for 10 months. So I'm sure that, you know, you must have strategized on, on how you would win the, the next assignment. So what were those, uh, those, those things that you did that helped you to uh, uh, successfully achieve whatever your targets or goals were? Because, you know, they could vary from person to person. For someone, it could be money. For someone, it could be fame. For someone, it could be just uh, the, the the set of challenges that the new role would bring in. Uh, so demands and uh, expectations would vary. So please, please uh, advise us to what what did you do uh, that helped you to overcome uh, the situation? Thank you. Thank you, Angel. Thank you so much for uh, participating. Oh, to uh, answer your question, uh, Angel, what, what I uh, did back then, uh, it was something that, uh, you know, first three months, I did not knew what was happening around. I was in gala mode. I was like, my incentives would come and, you know, I have worked with, you know, such brilliant clientele, like, you know, Accor, Hilton, you know, big brand names that I was working for and I recruited. I was feeling entitled that if I walk for an interview, anybody would give me a job. And here I, you know, as I mentioned very earlier, that I had never participated in an interview process. My first job was just pay as a campus placement where I was a just a trainee. And they liked my work. It's whether they liked it, I just closed a couple of positions in a couple of days and they felt that I could do the job. So I got the job. So I never went for an interview process. I never knew how an interview happens. I had already, only read it in books. So when I was out there in the market, people used to ask different sort of questions and I was drained out. So the first three months were just toiling, you know, here and there. Then what I did, 
and and i was figuring out this is how it won't work linkedin was just setting in i was not that avid user of linkedin i tried to get to few of the uh, job portals where i purchased few premium features from them that would make me a featured job seeker but that they didn't help i started getting less calls eventually what happens is you know i used to get featured in quantity survey profile and uh, ultimately i realized this is this is this won't do so what i did i took 100 printouts of my resume i used to pack it up and i used to uh, see what kind of jobs where there are walk in interviews going on and what companies have listed their positions okay on job portal so let's say i pick a, a city like gurgaon in uh, in delhi ncr area so i will go to perch that particular zone i will walk into each and every office that is there that is allowing me to just walk in and if i could meet someone there from human resources or the recruiter that would be great but 10 out of 9 times it was not so i would leave my resume at the front desk request them to share this with the concerned person in the department and i constantly did this for the next 3 to 4 months initially i was not getting results but eventually that thing you know i wouldn't suggest everyone to go on to that but you know 2008 2009 if you look back you know that was that was one thing that uh, did wonders for me and i started getting a lot of uh, interview calls i was not able to crack them that is again a part where you have to practice a lot of interviews which i realized i was very bad at it and that is why i was not able to convert my uh, opportunities that i was getting into closures so networking you know is is the key i will network that help me further so i would suggest you know uh, everyone has to be innovative whatever situation you are in you have got 8 to 10 hours daily if you can give towards job searching and if you can become more strategic in your approach if you can become more creative in your approach and bold in your approach do not see what others would say how this would reflect upon me your only sole focus has to be your goals that you have said that i want a job here i want to work with linkedin i want to work with xyz company i want to work with you know hr brain this is what what it would take this is how you prepare yourself so these things run parallelly it cannot be that you know you are just walking in and putting in your resumes at the same time you have to give time to your preparation so angel to your answer i i think i made it long but that was one thing that i strategized and uh, still i had the baggage of loss and i could not i used to walk in with that uh, baggage of of uh, so much uh, you know that i don't have a job and how would i negotiate you know will they give me less salary they will offer and most of the people were very uh, you know i got offers which were like 50% less of my last salary that i was making with my previous employer so that was devastating and i could uh, see my value uh, getting <laughs> not redefined but i was getting less valued in the market given my credentials i was not equally um, being offered a right set of uh, uh compensation so at this point of time um, almost 12 years back 13 years back i did not had that much of learning but linkedin indeed glassdoor there are countless other treasure troves of opportunities waiting to be discovered there are opportunities it is just how we approach them it is how we embrace this digital landscape and leverage these platforms to showcase our expertise and connect with potential employers so my 
you know next next part is you know to your question is networking and utilizing these job search platforms like anything else you need to become you have to have an hunter approach you cannot wait and sit back after applying towards a position you need to identify who is hiring for that position you need to find out and if you can't find a direct contact number go and call on that company's board number and ask the front office person to connect you with that i have done that and i have got immense results i have asked my you know clients to do that you know if you want to get into the company once you have identified a job once you have seen a job posting once you know who is hiring what is stopping you to connect with that particular recruiter what is hampering you to get in direct touch with that person it's just that we feel that sometimes we have applied and they will follow the recruitment process and we get a call most of the times what happens is your resume gets rejected by the applicant tracking systems and that's where it is very critical for you to have a good tailor made applicant tracking uh, you know ats friendly resumes but again this this digital landscape we need to leverage these platforms and uh, yes angel you want to add something to it not able to hear him I move him back to listening mode and okay so sorry angel you can come up again i think i'll uh... okay so then yes please Uh, hello, can you hear me again? Yes, I can. I can. Yes, thank you so much. Um, real quick question. Um, I have actually engaged in an awful lot of networking, mainly LinkedIn platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not found it to be particularly successful. I have the majority of my connections are recruiters, and I've reached out, and every time they connect, I always thank everybody for a connection. Um, and I see jobs that are posted and I apply for them and I always follow up with the recruiter. Nine times out of ten, I'm just completely ghosted. They don't respond. They don't respond to their emails. They don't respond back. They don't even answer you. So I've found that in the recruitment process to be getting worse over the years. Is there anything that you can speak to about that? Yes, Susan. Thank you. Thank you to uh, you know point that aspect, and I am uh, you know it is a fact that recruiters have started ghosting in India. We have experienced a similar uh, aspect. I'll just take one more question from Angel, and then I'll try to answer your question. Yes, Angel, please. Yes, I'm sorry. I think I did not mute my, uh, unmute myself. Uh, my question was: you mentioned about ATS, uh, and you said that you have a session tomorrow. On, on guiding as to how we can make our resumes ATS friendly. I guess ATS is uh, becoming more and more important these days, you know, with the uh, with the uh, bigger companies uh, you know, for initial screening and all. So um, uh, how how can I? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not very avid user of LinkedIn. So can you guide me as to how I can hook up onto that session? Uh, Angel, you you can just go into my profiles and uh, you know one of my posters uh, up there. So you can probably and you can connect with me. I will share you a direct link. We'll keep it very simple. <laughs> Done. Yeah, Thank you. You're most welcome.
So Suzanne, uh, this ghosting uh, is is one of the factors, you know, uh, that recruiters are heavily relied on um, applicant tracking systems. No matter how you reach directly, they have a burden of a uh, uh, lot of applications. And uh, it is sad that the quality of recruiters, and I have seen with the, the top 10 companies, which uh, one of my clients were... Uh, applying and was in the process of interview with one of the top 10 companies that have been recently featured on LinkedIn in India. Uh, Not top 10, in fact, top 25. And uh, she, in the last uh, 20 odd days, once her interview process was over, which was three rounds of interview, she experienced the same. So ultimately, you need to move on. You need to identify more opportunity because if a recruiter is ghosting you, you can the first thing you can do is move up the hierarchy you can look towards on linkedin whom they're hiring or probably get directly in touch with the hiring manager that is the last resort that one should go because that would totally uh, you know it's it's like 50 uh, 50 it would spoil your chances a bit but if you feel that this is your last resort with that particular organization you can take that shot in the dark but it is the last recommended order of the day you need to be persistent you need to be consistent you need to build a brand okay uh, linkedin is one of the platforms these days which is uh, you know you are seeing a lot of content creation happening you have a knowledge base you are good at something you start promoting that you start sharing your knowledge with the world that is what i am doing here you know i I, I started up a couple of years back and I went into recruitment, recruitment strategy and three, four months back I realized there's still something missing that what I loved about my job. You know, every time I rejected my candidates over a period of years, I'm not saying 100 out of 100, but certainly I used to give them feedbacks uh, rather directly. So find out good recruiters which are there in their network. There not be many, <laughs> but if there are just uh, build a great repo with them and and uh, you know follow the process it would take time it is a painstaking process it's frustrating uh, you know when you find yourself really suited for a position and the recruiter is not uh, getting back to you that can be four primary reasons four reasons not all can be primary but one is that you know something in your profile uh, which might be your compensation is not aligned Second, they have already found out a better candidate. Or third, the hiring managers has certain XYZ factors which has led to the decline or the rejection of your credentials. And fourth is they haven't had the time, which is unfortunate, but they didn't have the time to go to your resume in detail and your resume is in the stockpile. So these are the reasons where you know you get ghosted because recruiters and yes, you are texting them back, but so can the others as well. So you have to have your pitch unique. You have to have, uh, you need to use various mediums and you have to have consistent. I was after the recruiter, one position that I really loved. I, I <laughs> sought feedback till six months. Okay, so I would suggest that be relentless and be after their life. Okay because i have said again and again in various webinars and seminars that every candidate deserves a feedback whether they are if especially once they're rejected or they're put on hold because this gives them an opportunity to improve upon 
their application process to learn where they are lacking in applying was it whether it is their hard skills soft skills or it's it's the compensation or the negotiation areas whatever is there that needs to be done so just be after their life do not give them respite and uh, definitely uh, you know uh, look towards the hierarchy so again that is the part of you know utilizing search job search platforms uh, where you have to have a comprehensive job search strategy and and you need to constantly update your resumes on these jobs websites because you know every day millions of millions of people are posting their resumes and it it is a very difficult job to you know get get featured into a job search in the very first page of let's say if i'm looking for a quantity survey and i have put certain keywords in your profile and i have only let's say 20 page views 20 resume views per page so no matter what how much uh, you know good your resume is or how much skilled you are that particular page would give me only 20 candidates and you need to be there so in order to do that you you have to constantly update your resume your resume has to have keywords specific to that profile so one resume won't do so uh, you know your, your keywords strategy has to be sorted you need to be sure what you are applying at so that your keywords are matching with that job description were up to 70 to 80% that will certainly help so updating your resume uh, expanding your network if you have a set of networks keep on expanding on linkedin you can do it on like 10 to 20 you know uh, connections every day probably more than that just don't go on random aspect because then linkedin might block you <laughs> always don't send uh, send uh, just invites send a note just write a brief note to whomsoever you are connecting that's always welcome that what is the purpose you are connecting with them and start following them just connecting with them doesn't happen just following them so that any notification for that particular net uh, recruiter uh, pops up in your feed so that you're aware when uh, morning i'll just give me a couple of minutes i'll, I'll uh, uh, have you uh, you know uh, speak so uh, let's say michelle has posted a position and if thomas has not followed in and has the notification on you will never know that uh, when that position came across so i make a point of my client network uh, the uh, the, uh, the companies that we are serving that their hrs <laughs> you know a notification i have an on notification so whenever they are hiring and the position they have not sourced to us i am like why this position you have not sourced to our organization is it not open to a consulting organization or is it that you are not considering this for us so this is very important aspect now uh, yes norin uh, you wanted to speak something please before i move ahead Uh, hello app uh, thank you for letting me speak up uh, i personally uh, went through this uh, phase and that was uh, a very sensitive time you know it was during the pandemic and i was um, in the middle of pregnancy uh, and a lot of things so it was a very tough time definitely but um, i was in a safe zone in the sense that you know i went through this matter the time and everything and uh, i was you know rehired by the company i was actually let go from mm-hmm. and afterwards i have switched to other jobs but uh, thankfully the industry i work in has is pretty small so i get opportunity from there 
but I felt something has changed, you know, drastically. Like something changes inside you. I am in a safe zone in the same industry. I just don't have the, you know, the courage or the drive to look for more challenging um, opportunities. I don't know if anyone else has felt this, but something changes and I don't know, I'm like, you know, this is a safe place, okay, I'm here. I don't want to, you know, jinx it anymore. <laughs> so how do you work on you know, issues like that? It, it is a good question and a, and a difficult one, Noreen. It is, uh, you know, something that I can't answer in two minutes. I have to learn. Every individual has a set of uh, their comfort zone. And the comfort zone is dominated by the fear outside that comfort zone. Okay, you are hesitant to pursue your dreams because you are kind of, you have uh, uh, created a false content in your mindset and you're okay with what you have. And, and I'm not saying that you're not ambitious, but you're fulfilling your, your basic needs and you are not able to, you know, move forward. So it's like, you know, you need to, uh, you know, mention your career goals. As I mentioned, you know, you have to uh, list what your personal goals are, what are your professional goals are. And these sort of activities would definitely help you to... Uh, uh, see uh, much more beyond than your current job and what is your skill set if you move towards a different industry and organization will, will your current skill set help you uh, survive there probably not that is why uh, you know you might be uh, not looking to move ahead so building on new skill sets will definitely give you more confidence towards it okay hi Chris She wanted to say something. Yep, sorry, am I coming through okay? Yeah, absolutely, you are. Um, well, I just briefly, I can really appreciate what the, the last caller said, that getting out of comfort. But I would encourage you to do that. The quick analogy I have is, I was laid off from my employer in 2008, and I really found the value of informational interviews. And um, what I found was, if you keep it brief, if you schedule it well, people in different industries or different companies you're interested in will make time for you. You know, and they want to teach you about their industry. Um, and you're kind of flattering them by, you know, I want to learn from you. But um, if you do it the right way, you do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit to get out there and make the introductions. But I can tell you it pays off. In one respect, it'll pay off because it'll teach you so much about industries or certain companies, but I actually got a job offer from informational interviewing in 2008. So, uh, you know, that's one way to kind of get out of your comfort zone and you're kind of practicing, you know, interviewing and talking about your skills. Um, so I want to reflect on that. And then the other thing, um, Adash, as you were talking, I want to reinforce this to myself and for everybody out there that we shouldn't fall into the same pattern of looking for a job, you know, applying for the positions that could be thousands of other people are out there, but, you know, really researching the company and identifying the roles that you want. So um, that was really important for me to hear that from you. So thanks for letting me make a couple comments. 
absolutely chris uh, loved your aspect you know uh, the point you shared the uh, knowledge base you shared it's it's most welcoming and that is why we are here you know i i cannot do it uh, by myself and this is this is what my thought process is this is what my why is because i have been there i uh, have the uh, face those challenges and somewhere now after you know all these years i'm confident enough i am clear enough that i really want to do this on a much larger scale and uh, this is my first steps towards it and i'm glad that uh, you know we all are here and we are all sharing our uh, key aspects of what we have learned and what we have uh, experienced in all those years and yes as you mentioned uh, come out of a comfort zone informational interviews are great even if you are in a job once you get a job keep on interviewing this is like sharpening a, an axe it's it's an old story it's more of a cliche these days you know there are two uh, um, you know there's a father who has got two sons he gives an axe to both of them and one starts you know cutting the tree instantly other one you know uh, takes 8 hours to sharpen the axe you know that story holds good in in uh, this scenario if if you're out of a job if you have lost your job this is the time to sharpen your skills because the next employer who is looking at you need you sharp because they have already have so many notions uh, shazad i'll just give you um, give me a couple of minutes i'll have you speak you know they already might have bundle of uh, thought process that this person has already lost a job why they have lost were they really good at it okay uh, they don't know your story they don't know who you are they certainly don't know what you, uh, you know how good were you at your work it's only your resume and your application uh, towards a job description so you know once you get an opportunity that's that's where you know once you're in an interview room uh, once you're on a call with a recruiter you should ace that you can only do that when you're prepared when you know where your skills are where you are good at wh- where your gray areas are what are your weaknesses and if you identify your weaknesses please please convert them into your strengths uh that that is my next point i will have shazad uh, i'll give you a minute shazad please definitely voice your opinion here hello anush hi uh, good evening yeah good evening hi hello yes yes please 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 hello. please yes you are very much audible please go ahead okay hi i uh, firstly thank you so much for organizing such a great uh, Uh, event now my concern is uh, well i was head of uh, business development working for a facilities management company now unfortunately since the time the pandemic started i lost three jobs uh, on a trot uh, in a span of six months each uh-huh. so uh, unfortunately what has happened is it has just hampered my uh, cv because in the last three jobs or last two jobs rather I only have experience of 6 months each. So I have been off I've been I was laid off in October 2021 because of pandemic of course. Mm-hmm. And since then uh, I have probably not tried too hard to get a job but uh, uh, I have always been active on LinkedIn and job portals and I did not find anything lucrative. So it's been almost one and a half years without without a job and it's been quite a difficult time. So I really uh, I just wanted to understand what exactly can you can you do apart from you know just uh tapping people on linkedin or trying to use your network which is not working at the moment mm-hmm. so just want to you know just brainstorm and understand what exactly can we you know do and what are the different ways we can approach in order to get what we want yes 
Shazad, uh, thank you for sharing your, uh, you know, story, your concern. Uh, my heart goes out to you. It's been a long time. So there are two things uh, that comes to. Uh, you can can you mute yourself because the voice is. Sure. sure. Thank you. So uh, the two things that uh, I would do in your position, okay. First is I would, since it's been such a long time, I would pick five companies that I would love to work with, okay. Because since you know it's been such a long time, this is an opportunity to go, you know, for the home run. Okay, you've tried it all; nothing is working out. So have five companies that uh, that you will love to work with. Understand their entire what they stand for, uh, what their financial standing is in the market, what are their quarterly results, everything, and build and identify at least two positions there you fit in. it can be equivalent to your current uh you know position matching your compensation and all one can be over and above and in fact i would be uh, you know, and then try to craft a pitch in accordance to what their requirement is and come out as a candidate of of choice to come out as a candidate of choice you need to understand that particular position that requirement in detail so this is where you are streamlining yourself you are narrowing your choices by narrowing your choices you will have more concentrated efforts rather than applying to hundreds of job on a daily basis so that you will be able to give quality time towards preparation of those five opportunities and not 50 okay and you will not overwhelm yourself with numbers like i have i i have applied to hundred of jobs and i'm not getting a call and as you said in last 6 months you know there about if i heard you clearly you uh, were laid up thrice so you know you 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 have a knack of cracking interviews it just you need to identify the right set of companies i from where i stand i see that you know you are not doing research in terms of you know the companies that you are working with they are laying off because they are not able to survive the pandemic or survive the turmoil that is uh, the economy is bringing upon so identify strong organization where their financials are strong and go from you know that that should be the advice on on what uh, you know you have just asked but we, you can connect with me um, you know on linkedin and probably we can discuss it in detail over the chat okay uh thanks avish i will connect uh, with you on linkedin and Absolutely. and uh, take this offline as well because i would probably have more questions in yes. terms of in terms of my last two to three organizations where i only have experience of six months each which is i'm impacting my candidates you know uh, most of the recruiters so, yeah. would look in that way i i agree with mm-hmm. you on that okay that's true okay i'll connect with you thank you Arthur. absolutely sure uh, hi francis how are you doing today You 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 would like to contribute something? You have something to ask, Francis? No. Yeah, Vivas Chakravarti, please. Okay so I what I will do I'll give another uh, 10 15 minutes later let's let's move on with the uh, 
agenda at hand and let me uh, share further things that will help you. As uh, I was speaking to uh, Shahzad and other uh, in between, it is very uh, important that you identify your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, you pose a unique set of skills and expertise that makes you stand out from the crowd. You need to identify that, you need to work on it, you need to polish it, you need to harness it and you need to take a moment to reflect on your past achievements. Okay, It is very important in difficult times that you don't lose sight of your past achievements and recognize the areas where you can excel. By reflecting on your past achievements, it will give you a feeling of pride, it will put more courage, it would definitely back you up, motivate you that you can do this again. Because when you, we lose a job, we question ourselves a lot. Like if something has happened, you know, an organization has laid you off because they did not have the money to pay your salaries. So you can't do anything about it. It's not about your skill set. It's not about your competency. It is just the company did not, the organization did not have the uh, strategy in place to, uh, you know, have its employees for a longer duration of time. So, you know, uh, identify your strengths. Probably you have a knack of problem solving. You have exceptional leadership qualities or ability to connect to people uh, on a deep level. So these strengths will be your guiding stars that will navigate you in the job market. On the other hand, you need to reflect carefully uh, where you have room for growth. Now, this is a potential opportunity. This is your uh, discomfort zone. This is a zone where you are not looking to go because somewhere you are afraid, somewhere you are not embracing an opportunity to enhance your skills, either through training, courses or mentorship. Uh, uh, Mantosh, uh, Mohammed, uh, uh, and Momusa, I'll definitely uh, give you time to speak. Just another 10 minutes and, and then I'll open uh, it for uh, you folks. Okay, so uh, as, as uh, Albert Einstein said, and if I'm clear, I think it's Albert Einstein itself, that in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. And initially, when my grandfather used to, you know, say that, you know, uh, when I was not doing well in my studies, it's like, you know, this is an opportunity. You know, you have nothing to lose. You have already lost what you had. So this is the perfect time to evaluate your skills and expertise and excel and recognize your accomplishments, celebrate your achievements and remind yourself of the positive impact you have made in your previous role. This is an important activity that you should do on a daily basis. In fact, have your awards and achievements in front of them. Do not think what are they for. They are there because you had contributed previously, you had worked hard, you have labored yourself into those achievements. That will remind you that yes, you are good at what you do and do not think less of yourself if you have been laid off for any reason whatsoever. Any reason whatsoever. Only thing is how we work upon our weaknesses. I was not good at, you know, certain uh, technologies. I was afraid to move into IT recruitments. In three years, I worked with an IT staffing agency. <laughs> because I took a decision in 2008-2009 that no, I will not be only a non-IT skilled recruiter. I said I will start my career for fresh. I will apply as a fresher. That's a risk I took. I'm not advising everyone to took. It's a risk-taking process and every individual has to own their decision because the decision you make will definitely reflect upon your, your future chances. So I started my career after my first job loss. I started 
again fresh i apply towards organization as fresher that is where i learn so you need to self assess with the help of your uh, you know job search more effectively and highlight your unique strength identify couple of unique strengths to your prospective employers you know remember you possess a wealth of talent and experiences that has made you a valuable asset to any organization so as they say the hard days are what makes you stronger so embrace this moment as an opportunity for self uh, for growth and self improvement if you're able to do that if you're able to process this identification of strengths and weakness you can align your job search with roles that capitalize on your strengths and provide avenues for your personal development this is very critical my friends you know this is very important because i can share you certain numbers that studies have shown that individual who take time to understand their emotions evaluate their financial situation identify the strengths have a higher likelihood of securing satisfying job opportunities and according to a recent survey 80% of job seekers who acknowledge and process their emotions reported feeling more confident and motivated during uh, during their job search uh, journey so and also uh, uh, there were uh, there was a 30% higher success rate in finding roles for those individuals who identify their strengths and weaknesses so what we did on uh, in our management days and whosoever have you know the swot analysis this comes very handy initially <laughs> when i started i i was like you know why i need to do this why this is critical but soon or later i realized this is the part where which we need to approach this self discovery process with positivity and optimism your emotions your financial situations your personal strengths are the vital pieces of this puzzle and yes it is a puzzle because you need to figure out uh, you know uh, what will lead to new opportunities so embrace this journey trust up upon yourself that each step that you're taking forward will bring you to closer to your next opportunity probably to the career you desire and and we can uh, navigate towards the path of success so embrace this phase that is what i would suggest and advise take it as a springboard to propel your career forward and and always remember when one of my uh, mentors said that success is not defined by setbacks we encounter and and i really appreciate uh, this this feedback because i was down and out and you know i was it was my second job in the first 6 months i was not able to deliver and i was of the opinion that i would lose this job but they were confident because i was following the process right and which is the result that will follow so again that's what she mentioned you know success is not defined by setbacks we encounter but how we rise from them so that is where i reflected upon where my strategy is going on how my pitch to the candidates are uh you know not going because i was from the indian market and i was pitching to the american markets there and i then i started learning about the culture so i went about you know 2 to 3 hours putting more time to understand about the people where they're coming from what is that geography what is you know what they eat what is their culture you know whom i'm speaking to so i used to do a lot of homework so homework is very key, important key if you want to build a right mindset have self awareness and the de- determination if you are able to do that trust me friends you have the power to shape your future in a much brighter way that you were able to
and you will be able to find a job that fulfills your aspiration the key is staying motivated having your you know skills sharpen yes so uh mantosh please you you have been raising a hand for some time please you there mantosh narayan gupta yeah hello hi yeah yeah hello adish so uh, thank you for the nice session uh, i have uh, confusion related to the uh, strategy what you are telling i have heard this strategy also from some of the other mentors related to the job op- job openings or related to the applying strategy in the company dream company where i have to check uh, the strong points of the company the culture of the company uh, the strategy in which the company is asking uh, the job descriptions in which the company uh, there is a job description according to that we have to make the resume and uh, according to that we have to apply by selecting the companies where we want to work and then we have to make a profile uh, relevant to their culture their uh, domain and then uh, we have to pitch it to them but uh, the thing is that this is a very good strategy because so that our profile will also be looking relevant to them and then they can call us for the job interview but one main thing is that when there is a opening then only we can pitch to these companies where we want to have a job but if there is no relevant opening in this, in that domain where my proficiency is there and i am looking after in those 5 to 10 companies and constantly there is no opening without an opening how can i get a job over there even i will be pitched to the recruiter maybe the companies persons who are at higher positions but there doesn't have an opening then how 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 can i crack into those companies then a very very interesting question and a very relevant one if there is a not no job job opening there yeah, mantosh uh, yeah, how, how can one you know get into that company now the three aspects okay whether uh, i'll have a question where to most of us you want to stay stay in the same profile you need to understand why you were let go okay this is a very difficult question i did not wanted to come at this stage but mantosh has uh, provided this option why you were let go either company did not had a budget or they did not had a revenue incoming and they had to let go of people that is mass hiring that happens there was a lot of restructuring a lot of big organization restructuring so you need to ask a question why it was me why it was not others where did i might have got wrong probably it's 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 you know it's it has to do a lot of again coming back to your strengths and weaknesses what were your weaknesses if they picked up 10 people why were you in that 10 people was it your weakness so you need to get back mantosh towards that's why i say you know building rapport is very crucial you need to get back to your hr there to your reporting manager and seek an honest opinion from them that why you were in that list because unless until you are aware of the reason why you were let go and if it is based on your technical requirement or skill requirement then it has to be sorted out but in your scenario you if the opportunity is not there and you know there are very limited opportunities then you need to make a difficult choice you need to make a difficult and a you know a, you need to think of what other industries or what other positions you you can get in okay 
and how this I can strategize towards. If you look at my experience, every time I have changed a job, I have changed an industry. Okay, I've moved from uh, domestic staffing to in, in US staffing to insurance to manufacturing, right? And, and further and so on. Then I've worked with an NBFC and so forth and so on. So for me, the challenge always had been that I was not carrying the knowledge base of that industry. So I had to work my way up and I had to be prepared beforehand about that industry. I had to really, really work hard towards it. So Mantosh, you know, you ha your strategy has to do with actionable events. You have to have actions. You need to be specific as to if I want to get into ITS industry or I want to be into consumer durable, where is your skill set fitting into it? How you are able to position? So these are the questions that you can only answer because it's only you who are aware of your skill set at this point of time because I don't know you, so I cannot give you very specific answers to it because it would need a lot of deep diving, a lot of discussion, a lot of brainstorming. But again, if there is no position available in your domain, boss, it's very, it's the there is a writing on the wall. You need to, you know, figure it out into different direction. You need to venture it out. As as uh, you know, someone pointed out earlier and uh, it is very critical that you take different direction okay i don't suggest everyone to take a different direction in their career but again it has to be your pros and cons you need to weigh your swat you need to weigh where your critical uh, areas are what are your uh, skill set that is that are like transferable skills into different industry okay so that is what it is so i move from uh, non-IT domestic recruitment to USID staffing to an, uh, to an HRBP role then further into an HR journalist role and so forth and so on. So my transition happened because I was able to evaluate and pitch to the clients in so forth and I started preparing about it. I started taking uh, courses and sessions from other uh, fellow uh, senior professionals in the industry. So that happened over a period of time. So if you want to do that it is a process so it cannot happen in, in a jiffy it cannot happen in in a, uh, a fortnight's time it will take a lot of effort from your part oh, oh. I, I i am so sorry I, I i would take that again uh, uh mantosh i i would uh, give i think bivas has been uh, looking to speak for some some time now Yes, Bebas Chakravarti. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Arish. Uh, con congratulations for this nice event. It's so much uh, value addition for us. And uh, uh, I just want to have my uh, one of uh, query. Uh, I mean, belongs to uh, large kitchen appliances industry. So uh, I was previously in uh, FMCG industry. So I've not been able to switch from this industry to FMCG. I cannot able to go back to FMCG. Some to something, uh, some uh, there was a reason because of what need to be uh, out of FMCG because of my some family issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, change the headquarters and come and come down to the my base for uh, location at Kolkata. Then. Mm -hmm. After that, changing that uh, industry, I cannot go back to FMCG again. I have a lot, various uh, times. So, can you please tell me and help me out 
So, uh, in, in another 10 minutes, let me uh, take you through what are additional important aspects as to what is necessary to, you know, unleash your personal brand, you know, prepare for the job search. You have put your job search. Let's say, you know, we have got ourselves over emotions and we have done away with it and self-discovery. Everything is in place. Now, how you prepare for it, okay? So this is a good old way you have to prepare for practice your interview skills we will not get into much of it since you're already working professionals uh, um, you know though you know uh, it's it's you need to practice 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 prepare yourself it's sometimes as someone who has worked 10 years 12 years my recent client uh, she has got 15 years of experience and i said you know you boss you need to give at least an hour towards if you're looking to change your industry this is how you need to prepare for that particular client and there were a few actionable items that were suggested so you have to significantly put efforts to it in fact a study suggests from the society of human resource management that candidates who engage in mock interviews are better prepared and more likely to receive job offers so this would like a, like a school homework <laughs> but but please if you have someone uh, trustworthy at your home, comfortable with you, a friend, a wife, uh, anyone whom, whom can lend you their ear and, and uh, feedback, do feel free to, uh, you know, get this practice interview done, you know, by rehearsing uh, certain common interview questions with a friend or a family member can refine your responses. Well, you know, it's not that you don't know what you need to answer, it's just the refining has to be done. The, the building of confidence has to be in place because you are already in a place where confidence is taking a hammering. You know, you, your confidence is getting beaten in black and blue. So, to enhance your overall performance during actual interviews, practice is very critical. And yes, second of most, we are on LinkedIn. We are on different uh, platforms. Your online presence in today's digital age speaks a volume about your professional brand. So. Take the time to clean up your social media profiles. <laughs> um, you know, um, sometimes on LinkedIn I see that um, your your and you know the images, the profile images. They need to be professional. They they need to uh, show potential employers that you are not just qualified but also engaged and passionate about your field. So if you have lost your job, you have not lost your intellect. You have not lost your insight. You have not lost your excellence there. So use these, these platforms, share your learnings, uh, you know, reach out to other people, you know, communicate, uh, put out there. I'm not saying on a daily basis, but on a consistent basis, at least twice or thrice a week, do that. Share your accomplishment, share your journey, share your story about your professional updates or any industry insights you have. You know, if you have been, I have been into recruitments, I keep on sharing what, what I do. So it's, it's towards other people. So by this, you know, what you are showcasing to potential employers that you are engaged and passionate. But most of the times what 
uh, a preconceived notion is that this person is out of the job are they engaged enough are they passionate so as gary v once said that, that your personal brand is a reputation and your reputation is perpetuity is the foundation of your career so please use linkedin in a more affable more more creative way and uh, the impact of your online presence cannot be under- underestimated there was a survey by career builder which revealed that 70% of employers use social media to screen candidates during the hiring process and i know recruiters first hand that they will go on your linkedin they will go on your facebook profiles to see what your social media are you know ensure that you are aligned with your professional brand it has gone to that stage you know so accomplishments expertise industry involvement on platforms like indent like you have you know attended this event keep on attending various events that are going about it is a process see finding that new job getting to the new job it is a process fellows so you need to have a consistency about that process and and have a positive and uh, curating a professional online presence that would increase your chances of impressing potential employers and and definitely trying to stand out from the competition so how you develop a personal brand in such a crowded job market where so many applicants are there so many people are there see this is where you need to identify your unique strength what are your values what are your passion my passion is you know i two years back i opened this organization hr brainer when i had i wanted to improve the candidate recruiter experience the uh, uh, the recruitment strategy for startups and mid size organization in india because i could see they really uh, they get baffled with the first hiring radius 50 km hiring radius and by the time they realize they've burned so much of money their their uh, brand image is is not sorted in the market so but again some was something was lacking it because in last 5 6 years uh, when i came into leadership positions i always used to take out time every day when i was interviewing to give feedback to rejected candidates i used to make it a personal goal that i am able to give a minute if someone i have interviewed i used to write it on the resumes or probably someone who has applied and i feel that i do that on linkedin so this is what i love doing it so this is my why this is what completes me so this is uh, what my unique selling proposition is or my unique strength is that i not only carry the expertise i have interviewed you know thousands of candidates screen more than lakhs of resumes over the years but my passion is towards you know helping you with a feedback on on your resume on your skill set on your strengths what are the values what are the four pillars that you stand on and and that will help you shine through in everything you do that will craft a compelling personal brand statement that will encapsulate who you are and what you bring to the table so this way you will be showcasing your expertise sharing your valuable content and actively engaging with industrial professions so your your brand is what people say and you when you you know it's about when you are not in the room so that is what it has to be so a strong person brand is becoming increasingly important and again a study by career builder uh, suggests 87% of hiring managers 87% it's it's a whopping 87% managers hiring managers are more likely to hire candidates who have a clear personal brand now this is something which uh, you know uh, we might have a different opinion on but again 
this will help you to establish a distinct identity and position you as a desirable candidate. So, uh, furthermore, a recent study by LinkedIn found out that professionals with strong personal brand are 45 times more likable to contact uh, get contacted for job opportunities. So, definitely, you practice your interview skills, improve your online presence, develop a strong brand, and position yourself as a standout candidate in the job market. This is a process. Consistency is the key. Authenticity is also a, another key. So there are two keys to it, you know, to open this locker, which is being authentic and being consistent. And stay true to yourself. Embrace your uh, unique abilities and uh, let your personal brand speak volumes about your capabilities. And in the process, you prepare your job search journey ahead. And hold on to that belief that your brand has the power to open doors and create a remarkable opportunity for yourself. So, uh, uh, I would just conclude in another five minutes. I know we, we are post 6.30 and I appreciate your patience here. It is very important that while applying and interviewing, you need to know how you're applying to what jobs. In fact, I would be doing a separate session because it needs uh, jo job search strategy and applying on job portals. It needs a specific span of time and attention to it. And here I would just like to um, pass by and reflect upon that once you've identified a job opportunity that is aligned with your skill and experience, so it is the time that you put your best foot forward. So customization of your resume, cover letter for each position. I in fact recently had a, a poll on LinkedIn in, in one of my groups where you know the recruiters, it's a it's a HR network, it's a recruiter group where I, I guess 60 to 70 percent focused to have a cover letter and not just a standardized cover letter, it has to be a very specific cover letter. So uh, definitely few recruiters, good recruiters look out for that. So when you're applying for jobs, uh, customize a resume and a cover letter for each position. If you're not able to do the cover letter, the first half of your resume should be a cover letter. It should encapsulate your entire resume. That summary should have the numbers, your skill set and that needs to be crafted with and it will definitely increase your uh, chances uh, you know to uh, in fact it will help recruiters to uh, make better decisions and it is one of the top most contributing factors in decision making as per career builder 60 per 60 percent of recruiters considered a customized resume okay because they get the same kinds of resume let's say you uh you know thomas has hired a, a resume writer so as vashnavi so as Veronica and Alan here, and they are all applying to a position for, for a, let's say, a project manager here. And here is Prashant, or here is Catherine, those who have custom, customized the resume according to those positions and their skill set and so forth and so on. According to you, whom I would consider, I would definitely go with Catherine or Prashant here because they have customized in terms of what requirement I have. It eases my burden. It eases my screening uh, time. It helps me with the hiring manager. Who has been after my life to get a you know specified candidate so you need to understand how the process happens post application and you need to gain that insight and uh, definitely as i said before preparing for interviews is is very value uh, you know gain insights into their values missions and and your recent achievements highlight them before applying to any positions highlight them in your application material so that you're able to demonstrate uh, your attention to detail and genuine interest in the role and uh, remember the time more time you invest in preparation
the better your chances of leaving a lasting impression on the interviewers and securing a job of, of your liking or, or a job at least to say that. So embrace each opportunity and a chance to showcase your unique abilities. And uh, there are a few uh, job posting sites like for Indeed is the best all-round option. Uh, ladders uh, is, is for sourcing a blue chip candidates. So if you really want to go that there and in Indian markets, it's Nokri. LinkedIn is definitely there. LinkedIn is, uh, you know, best feature rich option. Uh, there are a few job aggregator sites. So figure out, don't go on too many uh, job portals where you would not be able to manage. So have very specific in terms of your industry needs, if in, in terms of your requirements have limited give quality times to those job portals have a hundred percent profile okay do not leave your profile unattended do not log in after every seven days log in every day refresh it every day keep on updating and and last but not the least everything said then technical and everything staying positive and moving forward you know maintaining a positive attitude in this dire scenarios in this tough situation you know positive attitude is critical is crucial for for you folks who have lost a job to navigate through a job search process you know you have to leave that baggage at home when you move for an interview or when you you know sit on your desk on on your laptop or you on your phone you know when you're looking to apply for those positions clear your head you know don't get that baggage of a job loss in in your you know um, applications and remember that your mindset plays a significant role in your success so embrace a positive outlook even you know in the face of setbacks or rejections and i am here to say because i have over the years in my career i have got a lot of setbacks it's not just career in my school days you know uh, i have not said it all because i i believe and i say this is a comfortable space i was a student in uh, you know as in ninth standard guys I used to fail in four subjects and I'm now taking out this to the entire world. and in 12th standard I topped my class. So I am not just, you know, from my professional life, from my personal school and college life, I am coming with experiences where I fail, but I've risen because I have, you know, it's again a cliche, I'm not given up, it's just that I have always been an optimist and I see an opportunity in every difficulty and resilience is something which is one of my key value one of the ingredients that has made me you know where i am today okay it's not that i'm not facing challenges in my current business and my current role i i do that but again uh positivity and resilience these if you speak to any of my former colleagues any of my clients anywhere you know these are the two things that that will come up so this is what it would take you to move towards your next step, towards uh, your next job and staying active. You know, you used to give eight hours, 10 hours into your previous job. So please, while you are searching for your idle job, stay active. Uh, it is very essential for you folks to sharpen your skills, keep your skills sharp, be on, on, a, on a motivation high. Consider a volunteering for organization that are aligned with your interests. Take on freelance projects if possible okay or engage in professional development courses which are there are plenty of free available courses i am going through linkedin learning a lot i have taken a couple of uh, recruiting foundation courses hr strategy courses among my line you know i am uh, i'm founding an organization i'm currently working on a couple of recruitment strategy for our clients then i'm building another uh, recruitment platform i'm further doing career coaching 
<laughs> I I have a seven year old daughter to uh, you know take care of. I try to give her time as well. So within this, I'm still taking out time to learn. I recently uh, completed my uh, global uh, career counseling course from UCLA Extension. So you know it is the point where you have opportunities to invest in uh, courses which are free, which are paid, but ultimately you have to have to engage in professional development courses if you have time and this is what time is has presented you so actively not just expand your network but see whom you're connecting with you're connecting with recruiters human resources but to fellow people as well not just recruiters and uh, hiring managers Re- people in your similar domain similar role that would be very helpful just not focus towards recruiters you know if you're sending out 20 connections request 10 should be recruiters and hiring managers and the rest of the 10 should be fellow people in your because you will keep a close eye on the competition you know if thomas is it recruiter alan is an it recruiter and i'm an it recruiter we are a competition i should follow alan thomas here i should be you know uh, having that particular circle of network and these activities will uh, you know happen when you show your dedication but definitely give your time and uh, i i would uh, you know uh, also suggest you to celebrate your small victories you know it's a journey and along with you know all these years that you've worked and uh, no matter how small victory or achievement you have uh, you should do that and if you get let's say you secure an interview or your application has been viewed by a recruiter or an organization, do celebrate these small, mini, minuscule, you know, small, teeny, tiny uh, achievements that have come, you know. Even somebody has given you, you have received a positive feedback, which is rare as <laughs> recruiters are ghosting you, but uh, definitely. And once you definitely land a job offer, that's that's the time to acknowledge and celebrate these accomplishments in silence. Because you have gone through hell, you have gone through tremendous uh, load of uh, challenges. You know, most of the times, your your family uh, starts seeing another way. Uh, you might lose on to relationships, but don't don't let yourself down. You know, it is recognized that you had done this. It is a difficult phase. Keep your motivation high level, uh, and um, you know, as they say, coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. We all can contribute towards each other's progress. We can start and this uh, day as a as a beginning towards it, and we can work together towards a success. I am definitely available on LinkedIn. As and when you you uh, might feel, you can drop down a question, and I will try to answer it to the best of my abilities within 24 to uh, 48 hours. Um, you can feel free to connect with me and uh, pour in as much questions as possible. I am there to support you folks. I am there to you know, connect you um, uh, with, with the network that I have. And together, you know, we will, we will uh, conquer by staying positive, remaining active in our professional pursuits. So uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, letting me uh, speak and uh, uh, joining me and uh, being so warm and gracious. Uh, giving me time more than 90 minutes of your time from your life this means a world to me it's 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 a lot of value you folks are from across the world and you know 2008 when I started uh, my career I couldn't have thought of you know 
um, on 23rd May 2023 that I would be speaking um, and, and there would be folks around the world and I would be trying to guide, trying to enforce a thought process that has helped me over these last 13-14 years of my career to find jobs and <laughs> uh, I have been a magnet when it comes to job losses. I have uh, I had quite a few in my career and I can tell you what, being consistent, being true to yourself, you know, lie to the world, don't lie to yourself. Okay, you know who you are, you know where, where you stand, what are your skill set and what is going to take you to reach the next level. So embrace that, take each step forward, no matter how small, that will bring you closer to the ultimate goal. And uh, these, these challenges you embrace, learn from your setbacks, let the journey itself become a source of personal and professional growth. So, just concluding, stay determined, believe in your abilities and trust that the right opportunity will, will come your way. Do not get disheartened. So I will leave the floor open for uh, you folks who want to uh, speak, I think, another 10 minutes. Yes, uh, Mohammed, uh, please. I, I will uh, say 6.44, so let's for another 15, 16 minutes by 7 p.m. here, Indian Standard Time, I will uh, open it up and uh, you can feel free to ask questions. Yes, Mohammed. Hi, everybody. So thank you so much for giving me your precious time. I would like to add something from my experiences. In 2019, in, I would definitely mention in 2018, I got married and in 2019, I lost my job. In the second month, when I had a daughter, in the first month of January, and I, left, and I lost my job in the second month. So, it was an extreme pressure over me and uh, I do not have any uh, mentor who, who can even guide me and that was the second job in my life. So gradually I recognized that what I have in my pocket and what could I utilize to get another job. So that was a really difficult time I have uh, faced ever. And then I looked up into my CV and I thought that uh, I, I was very good in Microsoft Excel. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for a job and it went through, it went through me that somebody wants a expert in Excel. So, uh, I have applied there by downgrading my CV to get that job and I was successful but by downgrading my CV, uh, I downgrade my level as well, I downgraded my salary as well but I didn't uh, feel like uh, distorted and I didn't feel shame of doing this and then gradually I uh, you know it was a really difficult time but yes. I cannot imagine it again yes Mohammed, these most... are the things that I, I would like to cut you yes, short on that 
Yeah, we, we most of times we don't want to imagine uh, the difficult phases in life, but uh, you know, you have gone through a difficult phase and uh, you would have uh, done certain things that has helped you. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, share that with the world, share with those people that, that can count on you and the people you can help forward with. So that, that, that is one thing, you know, paying it forward as we say, that's w- what I'm trying to do here. So more power to you and uh, thank you for sharing your uh, experience and uh, your challenges. It takes a lot of guts to come out and, and uh, speak your heart out. So uh, thank you for your valuable time this evening. I, I would like to uh, have the floor to other people as we have limited time. So uh, thank, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you're you you're so most much. welcome. You're most welcome. Yeah, hi, Ashad. Uh-huh. You want to contribute something? You want to? Yes, yes. Uh, actually, I I want to ask a question that uh, uh, in in mid March I uh, the company uh, asked for resign and means I lost my job mm-hmm. in between the Mar- uh, in mid March and uh, and another company. Which was which I was trying to uh, uh, approach. Uh, they contacted me and interview went well, and they asked for the. Uh, jo- uh, they almost uh, everything went smooth, and they they t- uh, HR told me that they will send the offer letter. But, but they, didn't they didn't send, send the offer letter, and due to in which department in new company in which department I was joining, that department was relocating to the another city. Now now they are not giving me a clear answer. And after one month, they gave the clear answer diplomatically that they are shifting and also uh, till then they are not sorted out, till then they won't uh, respond back. So currently now I'm an, I got the job, but offer letter is, isn't uh, sent to me. So I am on hold when the their shifting will complete it uh, 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 around two to four months after they will contact the other roughly they will tell me. So, uh, Ashad, I, uh, I, I got your I point. I, I know what you're yes, hold, holding on to. So, my spirit yes, on, and it would be very uh, direct answer. Do not hold on to someone who is going to give you an offer letter. After okay, sir. Uh, that is yes, totally yes. absurd. I would not do it in my you know sleep as well. So, you should not do it consciously too. Okay. So, okay, uh, move on. Uh, do not hold on to such things. I know you getting yes, an opportunity. Yes, sir. I have, I have moved on. But yes. my next, my actual question is, how I am applying to various uh, company for past one month, but I am not getting any response. And I am, uh, and uh, the last job was my first job, and I have only one and a half year experience. So, uh, I can. Be, I can be like quoted or set in the, any department related to my work experience, mm-hmm. but I am not getting still any responses from the company Fair enough. which okay. are uh, hiring. So, Ashok, so, what I will sir. suggest, you know, we have very limited time here. I would be having another session okay. in coming uh, weeks. Okay, you can join okay, that sir. and where we will having only Q&A. Okay, where okay, I sir. won't okay, be okay. going with what I had done. I will be addressing straight on questions. And you can connect me on LinkedIn personally, and um, you know you can see yes, guidance sir. there as well. Okay. That's okay, okay. I will connect to you personally on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ashutosh. Okay. Great evening. Bye bye. Hi, Michelle.
Michelle, you want to contribute something? You have a question? You. Okay, uh, again, I, I, uh, if, if anyone uh, has any questions, feel free to ask. I'm here till another, till 7 uh, p.m. here, another 9 minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, yes, Ayushi. Hi, am I audible? Yes, Ayushi, you are. Uh, yeah, so I was asked to leave and I was put on garden leaves for two months. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know that uh, is it okay to inform the new inc uh, recruiter about the garden leaves? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so you Does it put a bad impact? Like why are you put on the garden leaves? Like I was put, I was asked to leave on a, over a call immediately and put on garden leaves for two months. Ayushi, it's very sad, you know, I have never been of the uh, opinion on and of the voice that, you know, things should be done. I know there are difficult decisions and I have, in fact, been a part of those difficult decisions where I had to communicate to folks that, you know, your time is up now in this organization. But, you know, I always try to do in more human way where I meet them. I try to, you know, understand their emotions and whatsoever way I can help them. I have always been that. So, you know, even if I had to ask someone to leave, I used to take more time than others. But again, you know, coming back to your question, you know, garden leave, you know, your employer asks you to be absent where you're working. So, upon giving notice of resignation. So, you know, it is you, the next job that you're looking towards, it should be on, on a very clear grounds. Okay, there should not be any ambiguity in terms of your communication because uh, that recruiter or that hiring manager or the HR person that you're reaching out, uh, if they are not looking towards uh, in this the right direction, then this that is not the right opportunity for you. You want to embrace an organization, you want to embrace people that are okay with uh, what you've gone through and uh, that is what it is and this is something which is not in your control and please be uh, rest assured that having a job loss is is <laughs> is okay okay it is not a it is not a taboo okay most of the recruiters you need to communicate clearly and don't take it upon yourself that you will let go and this is something bad and it would reflect bad upon you no you are a person of stature you have a certain experience skill set and on the basis of that the next uh, organization should hire you irrespective of the fact that you were asked to leave or you left that organization because they had a toxic work culture ultimately you are looking for growth and you want to move forward okay so uh, wouldn't this uh, mitigate the chance of getting hired if the recruiter will know that i am on garden leaves and asked to leave that way ayushi negotiation uh, happens on skill based and if okay. they are looking to uh, you know uh, negotiate you on a lesser salary just because you are in a difficult situation I would not go with an organization like that I would not like to work with people who are looking to hit me when I'm down and out okay uh, <laughs> you know you your skill set your your uh, attitude is what it counts if I'm in a bad uh, position uh, let's say and you are one of a vendors would you uh, give me a lesser price or you give me the same price that I was charging uh, for, for my goods and services? 
you know that's that's the right way of going about that's the most ethical way and more moral way to take ground so look towards opportunities which would value you in terms of your credentials in terms of your compensation right. okay and thanks a lot you're, you're most welcome ayushi I'm Michelle you, you wanted to speak earlier I guess Michelle um, I'm audible to you you have the platform Ah oh, thank you I was taking sorry I was confused on how to unmute no. um I wanted to thank you for uh presenting this uh I'm here over in across the pond in the US mm-hmm. um I've had a rough 7 months I'm not going to get into that um but I just wanted to uh give a word of advice as far as the continuous improvement thing um something that I live and breathe for many many years I kind of overdid it mm-hmm. I was taking more courses trying to increase my skill base mm-hmm. um for at least 10 different subjects that each went on for about 8 months and it was really affecting my well-being um it's like I, i was just getting over my job loss and moving in a different direction and then i kind of started crashing and burning spending 80% of my time in front of the computer filling out jobs and taking courses so um you know i'm still learning uh i'm still trying to uh navigate this this is why i attended um your presentation here um but i just wanted to kind of give a word to caution to other people that when they are doing be selective what you're doing and and make sure it's manageable that's that's a world of good advice michelle yes you know the burnout is real and if you overdo uh, you know you should you know curiosity sometimes you know it can be devastating you know you need to focus on your skill set and you need to enhance and move towards uh, towards narrow pastures so that you are able to be more potent and you are able to be more lethal in your skill set rather than you know uh, kind of uh, master of everything you cannot be like that so thank you so much for that advice and i think uh, folks here would definitely appreciate that i personally appreciate your contribution to this and this is this is what it is all about you know we coming together and yes. you know and providing uh, and and my heart goes out to you those those seven months yes uh, we have all been there and uh, it's it's courage that that would uh, take us towards uh, that greener pasture uh, where the next opportunity lies so thank you so much for for your contribution we truly value it and we look forward to having you at other other such events where you can contribute uh further thank you thank you so much michelle thank you this was lovely yeah. thank you hi joseph good evening it's it's evening here in india <laughs> You want to contribute something, Joseph? Yeah, yeah. I just I want to ask a question. Actually. Yeah, absolutely, please. Good day. Good day. Please do. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Recently, I got laid off from uh, my previous company, and um, I was trying to get back on 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 just get a work, like could get something doing, because 
financially it's not like you said previously like it's going to be deserting and devastating for someone to lose the job and financially it's not okay and everything so uh recently i'm trying to uh, get back but so it came to me whereby i i'm trying to learn new skills and um get some some certification so i could get back is it reasonable for me to just get the certification first before i get back or i should get a job and try and work with the certification along so joseph it is it is a very difficult question see the situation you are in you are the best uh, judge of your situation i'm not aware where your financial situation is and how much uh time you 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 have in terms of of that particular pocket uh, that that lends money so uh i would suggest and and i have at a certain point of time in my career i have continued job and i have uh, you know kept on uh, learning okay my recent uh, certification from ucla extension is a part of that i had been working and it it can get very difficult as michelle suggested the burner i did experience that and that's why there is a big sticky note uh, that says sleep well and that constantly reminds me that this is this is something which i cannot ignore so uh, joseph you are the best person to answer that question my only suggestion would be if your financial situation is in very dire straits and you have reasonable opportunities to make money please do that and since you are clear that you want to learn and upskill yourself i have no doubt that you won't do that you will make time for it but make sure that you write it down and keep on practicing that you won't let go of the learning because eventually you will let go of the learning the next phase where you're looking for a better opportunity that will pose a challenge for you so you definitely can uh, avail an option you can see where your schedule is and you can balance it out there's no you know a lot of folks here in india they you know youngsters uh, who are just graduating they work night shifts and they go to co- colleges uh, in day but not everybody can do that so you know your body cycle you know your stamina you know your uh, stuff so please uh, be advised that this is feasible only when you have the right physical energy and the right mindset to do that okay but eventually upskilling yourself is the best bet you can have it for you okay Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Good day. Hi, Nirmal. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Alas. Uh, am I audible? Absolutely, you are. Okay. Um, so, uh, I have a question um, that I wanted to ask you. So, I just to give you a background. I work in the games industry. Mm-hmm. uh but i i've been uh, recently laid off uh, actually since feb mm-hmm. um so i've been uh, trying to find something uh, find a better opportunity since then okay so i've been doing some uh, courses and you know something that um and some you know personal works that i can build on my kind of stagnant portfolio mm-hmm. uh but uh, something that i've heard uh, in my industry and when you repeated here is something that's called you know uh, customizing your resume um to the specific uh, you know studio or the job uh, position that you're applying so i wanted to understand like you know i've been confused about what when they say what is customization like how do you customize a resume and uh, you know how to go about that okay 
So, Nimble, I have a session uh, on, on the same uh, uh, tomorrow, okay, 5 to 6.30, uh, probably 5 to 6. And uh, you can attend that. It is on uh, applicant tracking friendly resumes only. And we would be uh, going through very simple five steps which can help you with that. Customization never means that you put those things in a resume <laughs> which you are not doing. So, do not, do not, uh, you know, most of youngsters, I did a... In one of the colleges in New Delhi, I did a uh, session where I suggested that and most of them made CVs and resumes uh, of the skill set they didn't knew a thing about it. So please don't do that. It's just that uh, you need to understand the job description and craft your resume in that way. And uh, you can attend tomorrow's workshop It is uh, you know, if you're available. Um, I, I would be able to suggest you more in detail because that would need time. It, it cannot be done in two to five minutes, unfortunately. But uh, just a crisp view, it has to be aligned with the requirement. Because you're, if you're applying online, your resume is mostly uh, being read by an applicant tracking system. And if at all it goes to the recruiter, these days recruiters hardly take five to seven seconds to... Uh, screen your resume that is and and that is where your first half your resume which is if you fold an a4 size uh, sheet and that's the a uh, that's the first half where your critical information about your resume should be because that's what you know if a recruiter is able to gauge uh, you know that aspect is able to retain on that particular area they will give at least 30 to 30 seconds to one minute to your resume not more than that so uh, the first half of your first page is is your selling point uh, do not put education and all that stuff in there okay your phone numbers your addresses please don't do that okay keep it simple so you can attend tomorrow's event and i would be specifically uh, you know speaking on this okay thank you so again thank you so much uh Everyone, uh, Suzanne, thank you so much for contributing. Uh, Vasas, uh, Pratik, Don, everyone who, uh, who has been here. And, and you know, I, I hope I was able to add some value to it. I was able to give you perspective. If not anything, I hope I would be able to motivate you. Uh, because this is a process which you need to be consistent. You need to be aligned and you need to be motivated. There is no... Uh, second thought to it so just to summarize and uh, leave you with a thought uh, you know pin down I will be posting certain questions and comments and if you uh, you know use those uh, set of uh, 18 to 19 questions to a certain where you stand where who you are where rediscover yourself it's kind of, it would act as your career design blueprint so I will drop that in the comment section of this event and you can on on your time uh, you can do that it will help you and uh, it will take you to certain self-discovery process and uh, thereby helping you to have a clear-cut goal and a direction to achieve what you are so just to conclude stay positive folks remain active in your prof professional pursuits do not forget to celebrate small victories. Infuse your job search you know, journey with a lot of energy and enthusiasm. Whenever you speak to a recruiter, you know, have that zeal in your voice. Do not 
you know keep that baggage on your shoulder on your head or in your soul about that you've lost a job you have lost a job grieve for it for a week for 10 days but then get over it once you do that remember that each step forward no matter how much small you would come close to your ultimate goal of of finding a new job so embrace your challenges around you know uh, learn from your setbacks polish your skills identify your strengths and uh, you will embark on a different journey and connect with me on linkedin as and when you have questions do drop in my inbox and uh, i will love to answer that in the shortest span of time okay and thank you so much for giving your time your your attention to to this and i am so happy that i i did this and i i will be doing this more often now it it is for certain i have got a great response and i i look forward to contribute to as many uh, you know people who are there who have lost jobs and in even in smallest of way if i can uh, contribute towards your new opportunity i would be more than happy you know so thank you uh, good evening good afternoon a good morning whatever is there in part of your world good day and uh, i'll see you next time thank you so much around.